Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Sorry, I was just I was just complimenting the sweater weather. Sweater weather. It's so cold this morning. Like I got up and it's finally happening where it's like my house is cold during the day. I got up and I did a ride and I I, I did a 45 minute new wave ride. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For my Peloton heads out there listening, dude, you guys ride too. Christine does very fun new wave rides. And so it's all like Joy Division and Susie and the Banshees. And no, like, I love that. Yeah. It's, it's got to be like a mood, you know, where certain music like Morrissey doesn't really make me want to work out, you know, like, no. I don't know that I've written, I don't, I haven't heard one more song, maybe a Smith song, but that's like different. Right. You know right. what I mean? Um, but yeah, it's hard. I'm a, I'm a real, I'm a real music snob when it comes to, to soul cycle. Everything. <laughs> I, I love to, I love to that we just had like our record store episode too. And I'm, I'm fully like, fuck yeah, music. I, I'm really embracing and remembering and thinking about what can I do with that old version of myself and I was like maybe it belongs on TikTok since the kids love CDs and want to hear uh from- there's all sorts of things like that like you know YouTube has everything and there's a I don't know I got into a weird hole this morning nice. I'm not gonna lie okay. you know I like I like woke up at 7 30 and for an hour and 10 minutes I was just in a phone hole you got know it. Um, speaking one of thing that- speaking of weird <laughs> holes, welcome to yeah. Side Work oh, Podcast. Hi. Welcome to Side Work Podcast. I just wanted to keep chatting. That's what I like to do. I know. <laughs> uh, I'm your hi. I'm your host Andrea Wallace. Guys, hey. welcome. Welcome. And I'm I'm Brooke Van Poplin. Um, yeah, but yes, I hear all that. It's sweater weather here in in Los Angeles, which means yeah. it's officially the holiday season. Holiday season. And what I was going to say before, you know, just to, to cap it, is that there's all sorts of like uh, play Gen Z '90 songs and see if they can guess them. Play, you know, there's all sorts of like nostalgic and I don't know. I'm getting older and I'm not like knowing who people are, and I'm just like, I here we are. <laughs> Yeah, I, and and not to be grumpy about it. Uh, if it's good and it slaps, then I'm into it. I just happen to usually be a luddite about things. I'm slow to adapt. I like what I like, and I'm pretty stubborn about you know certain music um, genre, if you will. Genre where like okay, to be fair, like 
some of the some of the younger the younger kids I know, I do know young ones, um, where I'm like, hey, have you ever like heard a song with like lyrics? <laughs> you know, where you're like, <laughs> do you like it when people, I don't know, sing, you know? And so I feel like that's very um novel to them. And it's really interesting the the way that kids are like discovering cassettes like we were talking about, like maybe they'll one day they'll go to a stripped down show where someone just plays a piano and they're like, I didn't know I could feel this way, you know, so I'm excited for them to discover that. Well, I mean, Andre 3000 just put out like a whole new instrumental album, which I haven't even listened to yet. Yes, the flute, controversial flute album dropped. (laughs) He's out there flouting, being a flautist. Uh, yeah, it was hilarious. I think Leslie Jones made this hilarious joke that was like, basically, we waited 15 years for this and you guys like white people have turned him into Jethro Tull. Like- <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is very good. This is very good. Um, well, this is our Thanksgiving episode. Yes. Hello. Dropping, ha- happy- dropping on a Black Friday, but happy yeah, Thanksgiving. We, we hope you guys have had a good one so far. All of you that uh, had to work on Thanksgiving, we salute you as we always do. Welcome to the crazy holiday season. Um, so to kick things off, we just have one fun little headline. Well, yeah, it's uh, kind of speaking of, I hope this boded well for you because of this headline. Yeah, so half of the consumers in the U.S. plan to order from or dine at restaurants for Thanksgiving this year. I'm telling you, uh, I tried to talk Sean into it. I think he really wants to bake a little something, which, listen, I love the smell of food cooking all day. That's the fun part of this time of year. And so I'm like, all right, fine. But otherwise, I was like, let's just fucking go out to eat. That sounds yeah. so nice. Yeah, I do really think this is like a specific year where there's there's just there's so much happening on so many levels. Yes. It's just like, let's let's let the professionals do the work for us. Um, Yeah, I. <laughs> I, I like that, you know, this this uh, article, I don't know, Live 5 WCSC. I don't know yeah, all, <laughs> all I tried to find like a more like a reputable source, but like all of the ones that are showcased in this are like very small news outlets. Fair throughout, enough. Like, scattered throughout the U.S., usually like small uh, TV stations. Well, to, to in, understand why people might be inspired more than usual to eat out or to get pre-made meals. By the way, I heard like Whole Foods kills it. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, basically it's cost savings and all the crazy inflation of like making so much damn food for so many people. And, um, it's a lot of work. And I think a lot of people believe it or not, even after everything we've been through in the last couple of years are feeling even more burned out than usual, you know? Oh, yeah, absolutely. For sure. Um, so with a poll, they say 64% say it's just easier. 35% don't feel like cooking. 35%. Yep. This is more than 100%, obviously. Right. 35% uh, prefer professionally cooked food. Sure. Yes. Uh, I, I love that you have that aunt or uncle that's just like, yeah, this is fine, but I really do prefer professionally cooked food. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and 24% estimate that it's, you, like you said, cheaper to order from restaurants than to buy all the ingredients separately to make a huge dinner. Yeah. Well, because I was having Ugh. a moment too where Sean, Sean and I are going to go decide the few like, you know, sort of ingredients we need to gather. And uh, granted, I know this is, you know, Thanksgiving's already happened, but here we are. We're recording on a Monday. But, <laughs> you know, he really, really wants to make homemade cranberry sauce. And I'm like, 
but babe, it's like probably going to be two of us. And they don't sell less than like a pound of fucking cranberries. I was thinking, I was talking to somebody about it that I think would be better than like, better than canned cranberry. And if you can't make homemade, like get some lingonberry jam. Like you can serve it with Swedish meatballs. Like I think it'd be kind of incredible as a side for we're, turkey. We're gonna have a talk. We're gonna have a talk. Anyways, yeah. we're gonna yeah. have a talk. Uh, we're well, gonna I, have a talk. I hope that if those of you uh, who you know like to or possibly had the misfortune of working a Thanksgiving dinner shift, I hope that it worked out well for you. Like I said, that used to be a situation where you knew who was coming. You are usually pretty booked out. It's a prefix with gratuity on it, and it can be a lovely, simple, easy, and clean day for money making. Absolutely. And if you're that bartender that opens the bar at 5 to 7 p.m. Uh, and has the lonely customers come in, you know, maybe you fill up, maybe you don't, but I, I hope that you had a good night too. <laughs> Absolutely. And for those of you who are maybe either at a catering event or working at a club, like, I or like a private party. Totally. I'm sure there's like, oh God, um, I'm about to uh, maybe get hooked up with some seasonal catering work, which I am very excited for. Great, but great. a couple boyfriends and a couple Thanksgivings ago, uh, the family went to this big fancy country club that they paid for everyone to have like a big table in a private room and picked up the check, and it was really fun to go through a crazy fucking smorgasbord of food which don't get me wrong they still had the turkey for the uncles who got to have the turkey and the gravy and all that stuff and it was just it was actually really fun and I understood like nobody's cleaning up shit we all got real full we were happy got to hang out there for a while and just went back all good I like it no fuss no muss Oh, yeah. No fuss. No dishes. Cool. Ha, 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 ha. Oh, Thank you. Oh, oh. Um, I am putting pancetta in my stuffing this year. Yes, so of course. That's, mm-hmm. Yes. Like, that's a new that's a new fun thing. You must. You oh, must. boy. Oh, boy. Well, oh, and uh, I am taking free, the day after Thanksgiving off for the first time in, I don't know, it feels like <laughs> decades. <laughs> I feel like I have worked the day after Thanksgiving for the majority of my adult life. And so I'm happy to report I am not working. Good for you. Today, the, today, I, the, the day the, this episode drops, I will be off, possibly hungover. Uh, I'm going to get like, you know, I'm going to get drunk with our, our friend of the show, James Dunn. Yes. You know, we're Mm-hmm. Pour, pour one out for me, guys. I love it. Yep. Um, well, after after we get out of our food comas, uh, let's keep in mind that it is a long holiday season and there is more food insecurity than we have seen in recent years. Mm-hmm. And just a friendly reminder, any chance you can uh, have to give back, it doesn't necessarily mean uh, that you have to spend money. Granted, I do like to do, if I feel comfortable with money, when you go to the grocery store and they have those $20 sort of like Thanksgiving kits that are Yeah, like a little like pre-bag thing. Yeah, yeah. That Mm -hmm. can go to a person in need. Like, listen, some of us may not have that extra 20 bucks, but that's an option. If you do feel like giving, like you can volunteer at your local food bank, at a local organization, and getting hot meals out to people, especially this time of year, um, I think is a great thing to do. Absolutely. I have a friend that um, did some volunteer work for a food pantry and she basically like she was chopping like mise en place for like Thanksgiving prep. And she was like, I don't have a feeling in like the, my pointer <laughs> finger on my one hand because I chopped so much celery and carrots for so long. Um, here's a really cool uh, uh, L.A. based, um, you know, food 
um, donation program. It's called uh, Los Angeles Community Fridges. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of this? Um, I have before, and I've stocked them before. So they're all over. There's one in Glassville Park. There's one close mm-hmm. to us. Um, so they're basically these fridges that uh, have, like, beautiful graffiti. They're painted, you know, and they're free food. For anybody, mm-hmm. anybody can take and leave. So if you want to stock either the pantry or some sort of like, you know, perishable in a one of these fridges, you can just go buy. I mean, typically this time of year, if I go to Costco, I'll buy like, you know, if I buy eggs, I'll buy like an extra like 24 pack mm-hmm. of eggs and just go like put one in the fridge and people can come take a few eggs, take all the eggs, whatever. It's just a, it's a it's a good way to give back and make sure people's bellies are, are you know, getting filled up this time of year. I uh I don't usually talk about it, um, but if we're talking about it, we do also have like the local really close by to me. It's just a great, it's not a fridge, so it's got to be dry goods. Oh, yeah, um, pantry? Like yeah, that. yeah. It's, it's just an open air sort of pantry. And uh, yeah, I mean, when I'm feeling good with money, um, you'd be surprised how much $50 can give you in terms of staples um, that people could really use. And, and it is, I don't know, like, because I'm crazy and service industry, like you really start to be like, I really want to map out this meal that someone might possibly yeah, make. And, sure. you know, and granted, you know, like I'm not buying top shelf everything because I want the money to go farther, but you're just like, okay, if I'm going to buy a couple jars of red sauce, some pasta, they're also getting a, some delicious craft Parmesan cheese, a couple Mm -hmm. jars of that are going out there and just you know anything you can give so that people can really stock up and I like to think of buying food that can stretch the most to feed people and make them feel good but yeah I'll go sometimes drop 50 or 100 and just go jam pack those shelves and um I think one time it got cleared out in a day. It wasn't. Wow. Yeah I have to drive by it. It wasn't me like sitting there going like you're welcome like out my car window. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that's great that's great but yes you know like we said you guys if you have the means you know give a little this holiday season (laughs) man that sunset is gorgeous grill patio sunset hard to get better than that unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in oh burger time so sit back get comfortable Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Well, guys, we're we're just jumping into uh, a nice, tight little episode today and our topic of the day because it is Black Friday, y'all. We're going to talk about the origin of Black Friday since we're sort of been on a retail kick. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, so, uh, you know, so we start with like the fun history. First. Yes. Off. Yes. Okay. I, I'm going to make a TikTok of this later, too. So if, if you don't hear it on the podcast, maybe you'll see me online. Um, I just found this out. This is a fun Thanksgiving tidbit. So Thanksgiving had always, always in America been celebrated on the last Thursday of November. 
(laughs) But in 1939, President Franklin Delano Roosevelt, he caved to mounting pressures from another NRA of sorts, not the National Rifle Association, but this one's called- And not the National Restaurant Association. Not that either. And it's the third in line of NRA. It is, with a few extra, you know, letters (laughs) in the acronym, but it's the National Retail Dry Goods Association. So it's the NRDGA, okay? Oh! Yeah, 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 yeah. So- This, you know, obviously these are retailers who make their money through retail and dried goods of all sort. They had been pushing, apparently, and really, really petitioning um, to FDR that Turkey Day be set back a week earlier in November to kick off the holiday shopping season. Um, So then that would give retailers an additional week to, you know, they can put things on sale for the upcoming holiday season. Usually this is when a lot of companies make their year. So... They petition this. It gets approved by FDR to move it now to the third week of November. And of course, America flipped the fuck out. Um, (laughs) Understandably, the decision was confusing. It became really controversial. And everyone started sort of like facetiously calling FDR's new holiday Franksgiving. Franks, Uh, that sounds delicious, by the way. mm -hmm. It's as if there was like a hot dog exchange happening. That's what it makes me think of. Uh. Everyone, if you're just bored and watching TV, we were perusing old episodes of No Reservations with Anthony Bourdain, which is on HBO. And I think it's like season four or five, but the episode in Maine is so good. We just watched it yesterday, and boy, do they love bean suppers and beans. Right? I remember this. But Frank, Mm -hmm. yeah, like red hots, you get a plate of beans and then just the reddest red hot dog put on top of there with like a biscuit, homemade slaw, delicious beans with all sorts of like pork fat in it. Anyways, that main episode was kind of awesome. I loved it. So, Thanksgiving. But, okay, back to the recently changed, without very much heads up, Turkey Day. Only 23 states actually adopted the change to go back a week earlier to celebrate Thanksgiving. So, for a few years, some people had to deal with double Thanksgiving. Like, two Thursdays in a row. Like, if you had relatives or something that you crossed a state line to visit uh, in a state uh, that was like, we're not doing that. You would have to like, or like, what if you, oh, can you, I mean, what, this is, we've, this has been dubbed like a bang, bang. You could dub it that, you know? Um, but also like, I'm sure a lot of people were like, <laughs> I've hit the jackpot. Thank you. FDR. Like, you know, they're like, I'm going to have two Thanksgivings. Um, go across state lines next week. Uh, yeah. get another Turkey in my belly. Yeah. Meanwhile, I mean, the women who were forced to prepare it top to bottom totally, were like, fuck yeah. you FDR. But like, yeah. You know, compared to like the Friendsgivings that people have, like in addition to their regular Thanksgiving and how everybody does it today, I feel like it's not that far off from what is celebrated today. I mean, I feel like there's multiple celebrations that people do like, you know, the week of like I personally just do the one I can't I could not do two. Uh, that's just me. <laughs> oh, God, I can't even imagine. But, yeah. But double yeah. Thanksgiving. I'm just thinking more of like. Getting together with family two times over the Thanksgiving. Can you even imagine it? That's true. And maybe the fighting over to be like, well, I guess it's like if one was whoever, whoever was the sloppy seconds was probably pissed off most of the time, you know, or they had like, they were like, oh, I can improve on this next week because this stinks this week. So like, oh, I'm going to do a better job. here. have you guys gone to new Thanksgiving? It wasn't very good. They hadn't worked out the kinks of new Thanksgiving yet. So come on over to fourth Thursday Thanksgiving where we fucking know what's up. Anyways, 
Thanksgiving in the United States as we know it was rectified in 1941. And at this point, too, with everything we've learned about Native Americans or whatever, like I call it food day and thank, thanks for my friends and family. And, you know, that's where we're so at. So now it's just the fourth Thursday as opposed to the last Thursday, correct? Which, I mean, honestly, well, no- I feel like... Okay. That it's the, it's the fourth Thursday always, right? So now I'm thinking like this, it probably fell on the same day sometimes, depending on like how everything landed that year. Yes, because like this year specifically, if it was olden times, it would have been the last Thursday, it, which is the 30th. Yes. But it's exactly. the 23rd. But not every <laughs> not every November is like that. Okay. So sometimes it is just the last one. So, or the fourth one is the last one. So I'm just, I'm just saying, like, I don't, I feel like, it, you know, we're driving each other crazy just schematically God. talking about it now. You know, I ma- imagine the frenzy that happened, just the trickle down. Right. You know, because of, of the news, like winding through the, through the hills, you know, like, I, I'm not sure how fast news traveled back then. Well, they didn't have calendars back then and they only had the telephone they didn't wire. Have calendars back then. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Oh, Anyways, boy. I found that to be highly amusing. Um, and then here we are today. And what we're talking about is the actual history of Black Friday. Uh, mm-hmm. Some of our sources we used is Britannica. I mean, God bless Ooh. a Britannica. I mean. Right. And oh, uh, the whole set. Some History Channel articles and CNBC. Um would you like to uh, tackle a little bit of this? Yeah, sure. So um, it's believed that many, uh, by many, sorry, that the, the term Black Friday derives from the concept that businesses operate at a financial loss or in the red until the day after Thanksgiving when massive sales finally allow them to turn a profit and put them into the black. However, this is untrue in the origin. A more accurate explanation of the term dates back to the early 1960s when police officers in Philadelphia began using the phrase Black Friday to describe the chaos that resulted when large numbers of suburban tourists came into the city and began their holiday shopping and in some years attend Saturday's annual Army-Navy football game. Right. So it was like a huge influx for shopping and football, which is which is an unholy combination. Right. But it's always been the big it's always been the big shopping day, I think, no matter what. Right. I kind of always feel like because it's the first day of shopping after like Christmas season is upon us. It's time to get out there. Families are together. They're out. They're shopping. They're doing their thing. And football is a huge thing for Thanksgiving weekend anyway. So of course it is. Specifically for Philadelphia. Okay. So Um, not only were Philly cops not able to take the day off, but they had to work extra long shifts dealing with the additional crowds and traffic. And shoplifters also took advantage of this um, in stores and made off with merchandise, adding to the law enforcement headache. It's it's almost like... If you build it, they will come. You start calling it a pandemonium. You give it a name like Black Friday. And right. suddenly everyone's like, what's this now? I think I want to I think I want to participate, you know? I mean, I imagine it's tough. Philly, Philly's a tough place. Oh, yeah. They, they throw you know? batteries at you at sports yeah. games. They, they, yeah. <laughs> they do battery giveaways at sports games and then they throw the batteries. I think they throw them at like a Santa Claus. Probably. I have to look up the specific origin of the story. <laughs> I, I love that after a few years of trying to call uh, Black Friday that just that um, in Philadelphia, the city merchants tried to put a prettier sort of spin on it by calling it Big Friday. But everyone's like, no, it's Black Friday. Um, and the cool thing is, uh, you know, 
like we were saying before, the Black Friday for retailers, it signified a positive boost in retail sales, but it was not until the late 1980s, where once again, Franklin Delano Roosevelt ratified Black Friday. Into, no, uh, um, basically, the, the phrase Black Friday stuck, and um, it didn't become like a U.S. phenomenon, though, until the late 1980s when merchants really, really did start to spread that, you know, we're in the red, now we're in the black narrative. Because, um, it, you know, like basically Black Friday and many days after that are now obviously the biggest shopping day in the United States. And many, many uh, businesses, they count on this season to really make their year and to, you know, give them a bump into the upcoming year. Um, so obviously, yeah, right before Christmas is a big time. Um, and then... Obviously, Black Friday got followed by other shopping holidays that were created, uh, calling there. Obviously, we know there's small business Saturday. Um, right. Did you know about this? So I didn't. In 2010, where this came around, the consumer shit show really kind of came full circle when American Express, the credit card, you know, basically dreamed up the concept of small business Saturday and the company offered free online ads for small businesses. So then, by, oh. yeah, which I, I do love. And in 20, 20- I mean, they're still charging them per transaction. So let's not, you know, it's not like it's all free. Well, you know? free advertising. <laughs> I know yeah, Amex. Yeah. But uh, in 2011, people re- just really loved and latched onto the idea of shopping local. And so then um, Small Business Saturday numbers actually overtook Black Friday for a little bit. See, that's great. I really prefer a Small Business Saturday. And then I think it's Record Day also. No, maybe I'm wrong i'm not gonna say anything about that but i feel like record day is sometime soon or not anyway don't record, listen to me i think There's that was some, that would that's not around this time of year um i think it's spring i do too but then <laughs> what uh, am i thinking then obviously there's cyber monday yeah, it's an, yes yes which we all get which is a whole which is essentially just like another black friday it's all chaos all weekend and now like black friday is basically just like cyber month because like everything's stretched out now for weeks prior like, oh like it, all- it starts it starts so. and it goes is the thing it's well because obviously with all of the online retail the physical act of you know, basically getting squashed in a line. It's 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 just sort of like lost. No, totally. Its, They're you know? like let's let's like less casualties. We'll just we'll put it on sale. And we'll we'll give the options to everybody from the comfort of their own home, and you can pick it up. I things got really out of hand there for a minute. Uh, yes, no, they they really did. Uh, like if you go like so, just because I was seeing some articles too that are saying Black Friday mayhem might be a thing of the past. Not only because of Cyber Monday, but also COVID. You've got plenty of people who are like, I don't want to be around mouth breathers in right. a small confined space. Um, at this point, even though obviously many people are excited to do back in person shopping, we know very well that there is a large swath of people who are still not comfortable with that and are happy to do the online thing um I was reading an article too where these people were like let's go do the thing like let's get in line at Target at 4 30 in the morning no and then they were like there's nobody here it's just us and so they skipping around the store exactly (laughs) so I I I can also think demographically it might depend where you live and and, and all that. That's stuff totally too. true. It's totally true. Did you have any family members that like really love to like nope. camp out? No, nope. that is one hundred percent not my family. Not our thing. No, no, no. My mom I mean, hates we... shopping. Period. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, I don't think that my mom was very happy with it either. I mean, it doesn't seem like something like you know we've always that's it doesn't matter. You know, when you're when you're the when there's two females in your family, you tend to get a lot of the same things, but just in different colors, and it's not very fun. <laughs> yeah, um, like for instance, we have a good friend Adina whose mom accidentally had an ordering snafu mm-hmm. uh, and accidentally ordered forty five French presses. So, um, you know. Everyone's getting French presses. I got a French press. <laughs> I didn't need one, but I was offered a French press on Saturday. Um, there's also a Giving Tuesday, which we kind of already like alluded to giving and how you can do it. But Giving Tuesday, definitely like um, a lot of foundations will basically be like, we'll match this mm-hmm. amount. If you if we can meet this amount, we will match it, um, you know, or just your opportunity to give or donate to your favorite causes. I like that, too, because say, like I was saying earlier, like if. If you're a person who's like, I got the, I got 20 bucks. That's what I got. Giving Tuesday can be great because your 20 bucks becomes 40 bucks uh, based on where you're donating and whatever. So keep an eye out for that if that's of interest to you. And then, I mean, lastly, we were talking about it at the top of the show a little bit, but statistically, how does Black Friday bode for service industry workers? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so there was an NPT group study, which I don't fucking know what that means. Um, but the the big traditional holiday shopping holidays are not the highest like sit down dining dine in fine dining restaurant volume days. Um, actually, Black Friday is like on the fourteenth in terms of uh, the the number of people who come out. The to busiest eat. day yeah. of the year. Okay, okay. In and around holidays. Um, and te- technically, oh, this is interesting. I didn't know that the top restaurant day to go out basically all year is Saturday, the Saturday be- weekend before Thanksgiving. Oh, that's interesting. That's probably because like nobody wants to cook and everybody's like, you know, I mean, we all know that like well, the they know Wednesday they're going before to be is the busiest bar day. Yeah, yeah. Right. That's what I mean. Like they're just like, let's just take this one last opportunity to like not cook since we have to cook all week. So that makes and of sense. I think if we go back maybe three uh, three years ago around this time, we I think we did do a Blackout Wednesday episode. Oh no, I'm Biggest pretty sure. We, I know that with we James, did. Yes. with James. Oh yeah, was, yeah, yeah. I think it was called COVID trombones. Anyways, uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but basically, like restaurants, they can get a boost from the holidays as more shoppers look to give an experience such as a dinner or a beverage gift card. If you're Mm -hmm. doing something like offering a really great deal where your restaurant makes money so that you can give someone the gift of eating at a restaurant at a later date, that can be a boost. Um, And also like, why are people not having a sit down meal like in five courses at a restaurant? They have fucking leftovers, leftovers. Oh my God. Put that stuffing in a waffle maker, but then put a fried egg on top of it. Yum, yum, yum. You know, pie for breakfast all day, every day. Pie for breakfast. (laughs) Nog season is it's it's official. Nog Um, season (laughs) starts this weekend. You know, I was just at um, Broken Compass, which is this really awesome like tiki bar that's uh, and we still need to go and you need to see the revamped version of it. Um, But I had a Chi Chi the other day, which if you guys know, it's like a it's like kind of like a pina colada with vodka that's like handshake and it's not like blended. But we were I was talking to the bartender if they're going to make any homemade eggnogs this season. And they were like, "Uh, we're pretty sure we are. So we're going to have to go get some homemade eggnog with full of booze. So good. Let's have a holiday drink, you know, and we should also just suggest they start um, 
you know, just serving Eggo, uh, you know, Appalachian sipping cream. But <laughs> now they have a nog, which is separate. I've nice. only had the nice. sipping cream, but they nice. have like an actual eggnog too. I don't think I'm going to be able to get it. You know, it, it, I. Uh, it's okay. I it's okay. We'll see. But last, well, little, you get last little tidbits of information though is that um the just according to this article, and then we will get the fuck out of here. Is biz, the businesses in the restaurant sector that do see a huge surge on Black Friday are predictably Starbucks. Oh, sure. And also at the top of the list was Wendy's. (laughs) I feel like people are like, they're doing their shopping. They want to go through a drive-thru. They need lunch or they've done their morning marathon. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, like, so like here we, the 24-hour spots get hit a lot. So, you know, what's going to be open early after you've like trampled somebody in a retail shop shopping area? (laughs) Denny's, IHOP, you know? that's totally what you need to do yep so if if you're working at you know get at us talk 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 to us about your black friday crowds because yeah it's clearly people are car bloating before or after they crack some skulls at best buy but um (laughs) you know but that that's just kind of uh that's it we wanted to keep it simple and light Yeah. yeah Yeah, we hope you guys have a safe, happy holiday weekend, no matter how you celebrate, no matter what you celebrate. We appreciate you. We're thankful for you. Brooke, I'm thankful for you. I'm thankful for you. And we're thankful for Brian. And we're thankful for all of our listeners here at Sidework. All right. And you know what we say at the end of every episode? Godspeed. And good tips. Talk to you next week. Thank you. Thank you.